Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. Well, it's been another week, and as I usually say, it's been a good week. But for many people, it probably wasn't a good week. How do we know if it was a good week or not? Well, I think it has to do with our perspective and whether we are anxious people or concerned people. Our preacher preached about this this morning, and I want to share with it some of the thoughts that were sparked, not necessarily the points that he was making, but what went through my mind in some of the little little extra notes that I wrote down. Certainly we're living in a period of time here in America where we're worried or concerned or anxious, depends on what perspective you have, with many, many things that are going on, such as the disturbance in Ukraine, high gas prices, grocery prices, inflation. If you're getting near retirement, possibly how your 401 or retirement plan is going, and am I going to be able to make it? All of that is very important, but I think because of the title of the sermon was A Peaceful Heart, How Do We Live at Peace? And you know I share that I'm a Christian and I give you Christian ideas on this podcast. But the real truth is I was teaching a class and during a time that was down and not teaching, we discussed a little bit about my faith because the two young men, only two in the class this time, wanted to know about life and what I thought about it and my philosophy, if you will, of life. So we shared a little bit, and I told them that here's my perspective. I believe in God, and I believe that uh, Jesus was his son, and he's my Savior, and that there's an eternal life. But I challenged them to the idea that even if you never came to the point of an accepting faith, a believing faith, and a Savior and a God, or that you even needed one, but that you practice the principles of Christianity, that you would have a good life. It would be a full life. It would be a life full of love and joy and peace and friendship. And that would be true whether you ever took it to the point of believing in the Savior that is written about in Scripture. And that's kind of what I was thinking about during the sermon today. In this world we live in, there are a lot of things that can trouble us, and some should concern us, but we really shouldn't be anxious over that much because anxiousness causes stress, and stress causes all kind of nasty problems, and if not dealt with, will eventually kill us. That's a fact that we know from science. So, Let's see what's going on here. Let's think about anxiety and concern, being anxious and concerned. And one of the answers this would put out was that concerned is looking at probable difficulties and then acting to mitigate the problems caused by those difficulties. On the other hand, anxiety is improbable difficulties and bring us to in action. So, anxiousness freezes us, causes us not to be able to act and not to be able to move forward about things that probably won't happen. And the best way I can put this is, as I've told you in the past, I was a hospice chaplain. And it amazes me that people, when they find out they're going to die, lose all grip on reality and just fall to pieces. Now, I may do that Should I ever get a terminal diagnosis? I don't know. I hope I won't because of my faith and what I believe about what is ahead. But I may fall apart like everybody else. But in helping these people, 
it's a probable fact that we're going to die. So we should live the best possible life before then. As I tell people all the time, nobody gets out of here alive. But there are a lot of improbable things that could happen, like getting run over by a bus, getting hit by lightning, and we can freeze and never go outside or never put ourselves in a position to feel any hurt or harm or be offended or anything. And that's no life. And that's just like my people that are in hospice, that if they're so focused on what's going to happen and how it might happen, that they miss what's happening in front of them. They miss opportunities with their spouse, with their children, with their grandchildren, because they're worrying about that thing that is going to happen that they have no control over, they can only react to. And the best reaction is to enjoy the life given you. That's true whether you have a terminal condition or not. You should enjoy every day of the life that has been imported to you. And two things the preacher brought up that I want us to really think about this week as we face the challenges and we face our anxieties and our concerns with the world we live in. And that is this, that Job, when you read the story of Job, he was attacked, he lost everything. He lost his children, he lost his home, he lost his health, he lost everything. Yet he wasn't told every time that he was going to lose it. Now, if you believe the story, and uh, whether you do or not, think about the story that God did not allow Job to be touched until he asked. And he said, okay, you can touch him, but you can't take his life. So he did these series of things, but never did he tell him he was going to do these things. And I think that's important in the story because we never really know what's going to happen in life till it happens. We can conjecture, we can think, we can feel, we can imagine but we never truly know what's going to happen in any given circumstance. We may believe we're going to succeed, or we may believe we're going to fail. But we don't know that for sure till we go out and do something. But sometimes that anxiousness paralyzes us. So that got me to thinking about something my dad said. He said, if you're afraid of lightning, don't worry about it as long as you can see it. Because the one that gets you you'll never see. You know, that's kind of how life is. The things that bite you in the backside are not things that you expected or were looking for usually. It's things that we would call out of the blue. And we can't prepare for those things because we don't know they're coming, but we can react to them with despair and depression and just be totally down in the dumps because, oh, woe is me, as Eeyore would say. There's nothing good. There's nothing happening out of this. Or on the other hand, we could react with, there's a way through. We could react with hope that, yes, this is where we are today, but there's hope for a better future, for something better over the horizon. And some people may say that's being Pollyannish, but I don't think so. I think to avoid being stressed out, because we're all going to have stress. Stress is inevitable, but stressing out is not. We're all going to have things that, yes, we could should be concerned about, but we don't have to be anxious about them because some of the things we're never going to know are going to happen until they happen. So what I'm trying to tell you this week is hopelessness is a thing that gets us in a lot of trouble. And we become hopeless 
when we decide to look at things from a perspective of anxiousness because we see all the improbabilities that could happen, that probably won't happen, and we just do nothing. On the other hand, if we're concerned, we're concerned we need money for retirement, okay, make a plan. Put money back. Have a 401k. Have somebody to help you manage it. Look at the strategies for doing it. We're worried about we may die of some disease. Okay, be concerned about that. Be concerned about what you're eating and putting in your body. Be concerned that you need to exercise to keep your body healthy. But if all you ever do, like a patient being placed on hospice, is, oh my God, it's the end, and that's all you look at is the end, you miss all the in-between. And so that's what I want you to think about this week, is not missing the in-between to have a hope that things can change. And you know that's true. And I'm not telling you always things are going to change for the better unless you have a spiritual belief. And even if it's Jewish, Muslim, or Christian, there is a belief of a better essence or a better future in all of those. And I choose the Christian one because I believe it's the best one. But the point is, if you have a hope, then things can get better. But if you're hopeless, it never will because all you do is look at the improbabilities instead of looking at the probabilities. Or as a podcast I've been listening to, you look at the impossible and not the possible. You don't ask the question that they ask on the podcast, the impossible life. And that is, if you had to do something impossible, start with the question, if I had to, how would I do it? So think this week about the fact of, are you an anxious person or a concerned person? Are you a person that sees improbabilities or probabilities? God wrote his word for us and gave it to us, all of us, even if we don't believe in him as the author and his son as our savior. There are principles that provide us with a way to be hopeful every day. I'm hopeful because of what I know. I hope you'll be hopeful in the same way and that you'll realize that most of the things you're looking for, you're never going to see coming. Just like my dad said about lightning, the one that gets you, you'll never see. So as long as you can see the problems, you can deal with them. You can react to ones that you didn't see with an attitude of hope. And for me, that's brought about by believing that if I pray about something and I'm thankful for all the blessings I have and I make my request known, that I'll find an answer to those probable things that come upon me. Blessing, protection, and favor as you go into your next week.